Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center. Here we dream revival and serve people with love. Today, let's learn to override flesh as you function in the power and will of your spirit. When you're tired and things seem impossible, pray. Tune in to get deeper understanding and knowledge on how to ride over your storms during the season of rest. Are you ready for the word this morning? What have we learned about rest so far? The the place of rest and the the time or the season of rest. Today I'm going to go a little further and I'm going to talk about the posture of rest. Let's go into the book of Luke chapter 9 and verse 28. About 8 days later, Jesus took Peter, John and James up on a mountain to do what? to pray. So this is a core group that Jesus had. Everybody were not included in this core group. Everybody were not welcome. Everybody were not allowed into this inner circle. But Jesus said, I'm going to take my closest disciples, the ones that I'm investing into, the ones that have the capacity to see my closest encounters with God, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take them up on the mountain. and the purpose of going up on the mountain is to pray it doesn't mean that jesus is going to pray and everybody else is going to sit and listen or everybody else is going to go to sleep the purpose was for all four of them to pray and to pray together you understand it's very necessary for us to see that the purpose of going up the mountain was not so that they can have an encounter or they can see some glorious things and they can meet elijah or moses the purpose of going up the mountain was to pray and there's something about jesus that in the night seasons he is going to go and pray when he is the most tired he will spend that time in prayer we would want to go and take a very long rest when we are tired but jesus in the days especially when he's been exhausted ministering to people and praying for people and he's been with people all through the day at the night season the bible says that he would withdraw from everybody and he would go into a desolate place why so that he could pray and this is one of those incidents where now he's not just isolating himself you know all those times when jesus went by himself we don't know what happened we don't know how he encountered god we don't know the revelations he had but the two times when the disciples got to be close to jesus in his time of prayer we should understand the disciples had the same schedule that jesus had and jesus had the same schedule that the disciples had both of them ate the same food nobody has had extra red bull to stay awake through the night you understand what i'm saying so nobody has any extra energy so they are all on the same level and all of them climb up the mountain the same mountain and the purpose of climbing up this mountain was to pray and the bible says and as he was praying and this is we don't know how long it was as he was praying the appearance of his face was transformed and his clothes were dazzling white I hope that some of us who are experiencing God in this season your appearance will change in this season your your you, what you're wearing what you carry on yourself what you touch will have an effect of the encounters that you're having it's not possible that you can encounter God and it doesn't become physical you cannot just encounter God in your spirit and your clothes don't have an effect on it do you understand what i'm saying here jesus spirit is speaking to the spirit of god and all of a sudden there is a physical manifestation of that prayer there is a physical transformation that is happening in jesus's life in jesus's body that the disciples can also see and feel and it says that his clothes were transformed his his face began to shine and everything became dazzling white I declare that that will be your story this season church. And all of a sudden two men one of them was Moses and the other was Elijah. 
they appeared and they began talking with Jesus. See, all of us would pray if there is a Moses and an Elijah in the room. But Jesus prayed even before Moses and Elijah came. When there was nobody, when there was nothing, when it was very tiring, then it was a place of, oh, I, I, I don't know if today is the day I'd like to climb a mountain. But it, even in those times, even in those seasons, he would just draw to that place of prayer. And one of those times, the Bible says, when he was praying, while he was still praying, his face started shining and his clothes started shining. And all of a sudden, Moses and Elijah are there standing with him and they began to talk to Jesus and they were glorious to see Moses and Elijah and Jesus all three of them in a very glorious state it says and they were speaking about Jesus's exodus from this world which was about to be fulfilled in Jerusalem so you know the disciples who are around they can hear what they are talking about. They can understand. They, can, they, they are getting a glimpse. They are getting to eavesdrop on the conversation between Jesus, Elijah and Moses. And what are they talking about? Jesus' ascension, his exodus out of this world. How it is going to be fulfilled through the crucifixion beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 32. This is where I want you to pay attention. It says, Peter and the others... They had fallen asleep. See, Jesus, on a tired day, he wanted to rest. And how did he rest? He rested by going to pray. <laughs> and the disciples that he thought who needed this rest all the more, he took them along with him because these are the guys who are battling in the spirit with him, who are standing with him. He said, you guys need to come along with me but the Bible says these guys, they were too tired to stay awake. And these guys, they had fallen asleep. And the Bible says when they woke up, they saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with them. I don't know who was the first one to wake up, but he would have definitely woken the other two and said, you guys don't want to miss this. And, and they woke up, but the problem is that even though they woke up, Physically, spiritually, they are still asleep. And, and that is very evidenced by the words that they would speak next. Because they were in deep sleep. See, Jesus, he wants us to rest. He wants us to enjoy uh, a, a place where there is no struggle. He wants us to come to a, a, an atmosphere where we can just rest and God would do everything. But that posture of that rest is not how we define it to be the posture of the rest in our eyes is saying okay I'm not going to do anything but the posture of biblical rest is to rest in him that is why Jesus he healed on the Sabbath day that is why Jesus did works that would help people on the Sabbath day and then the people would come and say aren't you breaking God's law? He's like no I'm not because this is allowed on the Sabbath day this is the kind of rest this is the kind of sleep that God wants us to have it is to do His will it is to seek His face when we rest outside of God's presence we end up with our strength lost with our hair cut off you remember that? And then we end up with the, with the Bathshebas or the Delilahs. We studied that. And here we see the example of three of Jesus' closest friends who fell asleep during a moment of encounter and they missed the encounter. They missed the intricate details of the encounter that Jesus wanted them to experience. If they would have been praying, then they would have also had the same encounter Jesus had. See, it was not only for Jesus, Moses and Elijah whose faces and clothes should have been shining. It should have been Jesus, Peter, James, John, Moses and Elijah. All of them should be on fire. But what happened? Because these guys were asleep in the wrong place, in the wrong dimension, because they were not resting correctly, what happened is 
it became something they would see from the outside and admire and now everything that they are going to speak is in the physical in the flesh and it will not make sense in the glory realm and they began to admire somebody else's encounters they began to admire somebody else's visions somebody else's revelation and then they are looking at it and saying whoa let's do this it says in the next verse as moses and elijah were starting to leave peter read it loudly with me peter not even knowing what he was saying blurted out do you know how sleepy he should be to speak something that he doesn't even know what he is saying and that's how sleepy here peter is where the bible says he woke up not knowing what he was even saying he just had to say something he was not even active he was not conscious about what he was saying and he blurted out this is what he blurted out it says in verse 33 master it's wonderful for us to be here it is not you guys missed the encounter it's wonderful for them to be there it is not wonderful for you you've just missed the opportunity that jesus gave you to encounter something very supernatural and the and 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 he's saying it's wonderful now let's make three shelters as memorials how many three why because now they are seeing these three as special people whereas it was not just supposed to be them three it would have been them three and these three in it would have been six of them and if they were in the glory their attention would have been on jesus because they were not in the glory their attention was on jesus and the man of god who is talking to jesus now they are adoring and admiring the man of god as much as they are adoring and admiring jesus why did that happen it's because they were not inside the glory realm because they were outside the glory realm now, now they are saying you know let's build three shelters as memorials you know I, like i told you peter has no idea but he, he, what he's trying to say is let's let's host you here we would this is a special place it's a place of encounter this is a place where god is coming down we cannot let this go off let's build a memorial around this encounter so he had the right understanding the only thing is that he was doing it around the wrong people you get my point his point was that whenever god gives us an encounter we don't walk out of that place saying oh thank you lord i'll hopefully catch up next week again for the next no 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 you you build a memorial there you build an altar there you 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 do something extra over there to say okay i'm going to come back here this is a place of encounter this is a bethel this is the house of god this is my special resting place you get what i'm saying but because he was physically and spiritually not sensitive he said let's do three memorials but the next verse it says but even as he was saying this a cloud overshadowed them and terror gripped them as the cloud covered them then a voice from the cloud said this is my son my chosen one everybody say one listen to him yeah so instead of the three the voice came and said no 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 not the three just one you don't need the three yes the three will come yes the three will help yes the three will you will have conversations you will have revelations you will have glory encounters but your ultimate allegiance is to the one yes moses and elijah is important yes moses and elijah will bring information yes moses and elijah will bring revelation but this is my chosen one listen to him this was god's plan for these three that they would be so much in the glory that they see in the glory realm it's very difficult for us to worship anybody else to adore anybody else our eyes will be fixated on jesus but because they fell asleep in the wrong time in the wrong place in the wrong manner because their posture of rest was not correct they missed what god had prepared for them so it is possible that i can be physically asleep or i can be physically resting 
or I can be physically not doing much, but my spirit can still be receiving from God. Because my spirit is more powerful, more capable than my physical body is. And because these guys, they were physically and spiritually asleep, they missed this encounter that God had planned for them. It says in the next story, the same thing repeated after a few days, after a few years or, you know, after a little while. We don't know the exact time. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 36. You know this story? Yeah, let's read it. Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane and he said, sit here while I go over there to do what? To pray. So the, them in this verse is 11 disciples. One has already left from the Last Supper. So 11 disciples along with Jesus went to the olive grove in Gethsemane and Jesus told them, sit here while I go to pray. Okay. So the instruction to the 11 was to just sit. They were not expected to pray. They were not expected to do anything. The thing that he told them is, I'm going ahead to, to do what? To pray. So you guys stay here. So anybody that I take along with me, it is so that to do what? To pray. Those who don't want to pray, they can continue to stay here. You can sit here. You can physically, spiritually relax here. But there are some who will come ahead to the next zone, to the next level. And the reason I'm taking them ahead is so that they can pray. Verse 37. It says, then he took Peter and Zebedee's two sons. The names are James and John. And he became anguished and distressed. So who are the three people that he took along? The same three guys who were on the Mount of Transfiguration. He, why did he take them in? What is the purpose again? To do what? To pray. See, just like I told you, Jesus was as tired as the disciples were. And then after he reached there, it says, then he became anguished and distressed. And then he spoke to them and he told them in verse 38, Guys, my soul, it's crushed with grief to the point of death. So stay here and keep watch with me. Stay here and keep watch with me. So in other words, Jesus separated the 11 and took three out of them. And so how many are left there? Eight of them are left in the ground. And he took the three into his place of prayer. It was so close that they could hear what Jesus was praying. And that's how John recorded John chapter 17. It is the prayer that Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane. Okay. And then the Bible says, once he reached that place, he begins to reveal the condition of his heart to them. He's telling them, my soul, it is crushed. This is a time when I'm physically and I'm in my mental realm, in my emotional realm, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. And this is not a time when I will, I should, you know, probably go for counseling and therapy. This is not a time when I should go and take a nap. This is a time when I should pray. The solution to every exhaustion, emotional and physical exhaustion is not to rest just in our physical and our, uh, you know, soul realm, but it is to go and pray. That's what Jesus did. Jesus is explaining to them how it is, it is anguished and it is crushed to the point of death, which means there is absolutely no more energy left. There is no more ability left that I, I don't think I can take it another one more minute. And that is why I, I am going to pray now. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want, to, I want you to stay here and I want you to keep watch with me. You know what, what that means is keep your eyes open. You, you're here. We are here because we want rest, a spiritual rest, not a physical rest. But I want you to keep your eyes open. The instruction to the rest was that they should just sit there. 
but to the, the instruction to these guys who came in to pray with Jesus is that you need to keep watch you need to keep your eyes open be alert keep watch don't fall asleep don't fall asleep physically and then it says then Jesus he went on a little further and he bowed with his face to the ground and he began praying now this is how Jesus is removing his emotional exhaustion okay this is how his physical exhaustion is coming out then he it says he bowed with his face to the ground and he began praying saying my father if it is possible let this cup of suffering be taken away from me yet i want your will to be done and not mine do you see the first prayer that jesus prayed he was so exhausted that he said i don't think i can make it i don't want to do it if it's possible please remove this from me okay and he's saying but not my will let yours be done so he is praying for a help in his soul realm and in his in his spirit and in his body then it says in verse 40 then he returned to the disciples and he found them doing what asleep what was the commission jesus gave them stay awake keep watch right here while i go ahead a little further but when he came back he found them asleep and what did jesus tell peter i have a feeling it was only peter who slept do you understand because jesus is telling peter jesus told peter couldn't you watch with me i have a feeling john stayed awake and that's why he could write john chapter 17 thankfully at least john stayed awake so jesus looks at peter and says couldn't you watch with me even for one hour one hour couldn't you stay awake for one hour now jesus is not expecting them to have great uh, encounters great revelations great experiences with god but jesus wanted them to just stay awake for one hour stay awake in his physical body because this is what is going to give you emotional and 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 physical rest jesus said instead of just allowing your body to take control why don't you allow your spirit to take charge the next verse very very uh memory worthy verse is a verse we can memorize verse 41 it says keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation for the spirit is willing but the body is weak so jesus wanted these three guys to go all the way to the end with him in his journey that is why you would find john made it till the end and peter didn't and let that sink in john was as physically exhausted as peter was john was as traumatized as peter was john went through everything that peter went through and yet john did not betray jesus or john did not disown jesus and john didn't run away he stayed with jesus all the way to the foot of the cross because there was one man who stayed awake in this prayer time and that staying awake just gave him the physical spiritual emotional refilling that he needed to make it with Jesus all the way till the end now this is the posture of rest that i'm talking about this is a posture where even if you are taking a break you take that break with your spirit active even if you are not leading worship one sunday you do that but you keep your spirit active even if you're not you know going out meeting people for a particular season you do it with your spirit active and you are constantly engaging with the things of god you cannot stop being alert keep watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation and then jesus gives them the key he says for your spirit it is willing but your body it is weak so you if you would allow your body to take control peter i know that you cannot make it to the end but if you would allow your spirit to take control come on look at your neighbor and say your spirit is powerful 
Look at another neighbor and say, your spirit is willing. Yeah, it is very, very willing. Very, very willing. Your soul may not be. Your body may not be. But your spirit it is really, really powerful. So your spirit, it is more willing, more able, more capable than your body is. Your spirit has more capacity than your body has. So don't ever give in to whatever people say about you saying, Oh, you cannot make it or you cannot do it or you cannot reach the end. No, no, no. That may be true about my body, but my spirit. You don't know my spirit. My spirit, ah, it has tremendous capacity. So Jesus, when he was saying, keep watch and pray, he was not just talking about keeping their physical eyes open. He was talking about keeping their spirit active. See, even though Peter was awake on the Mount of Transfiguration, his spiritual eyes were still shut. And that's why he blurted out something that was not the will of God for his life. But if his spiritual eyes were open, his question would have been, Lord Jesus, I want to know how I can host this glory again and again and again and again. How I can encounter the glorious, transforming Jesus every day of my life. How I can see your face, how this can now change us. His question would not have been the same if his spirit was awake. And Jesus says, stay awake and pray not just pray but keep your spirit awake and along with that you need to pray so that you will not give into temptation and so many of us we are thinking okay i i did pray i did stay awake in the night why am i still facing problem it's not because uh, the problem is in your physical the problem is deeper where in your spirit you need to be awake i'll give you an example of another guy who did sleep but his spirit was awake uh, let me finish this story in verse 42 then Jesus left them a second time and prayed my father if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it your will be done you remember the first prayer what is the first prayer if it's possible take this cup away the second time when Jesus goes to pray, he doesn't pray the same thing. He says, he's now coming with a revelation that, okay, if this cup cannot be taken away, then let your will be done. Now, he is asking not for the cup to be taken away. Now, he's asking for the grace and the energy and the strength to sustain himself during the course of carrying this cup of suffering. And that is why in the later verses you will find that angels came and ministered to Jesus. Just like Elijah and Moses came to have conversation with Jesus. Just like angels ministered to Jesus during the 40 days of the fasting. The same way angels came and ministered to Jesus. They came and strengthened Jesus. They came and began to feed him food that is going to sustain him in the next 24 hours of this crazy experience called being crucified physically spiritually emotionally it was very tormenting now Jesus this time his prayer is saying God let your will be done but I, I still need your strength verse 43 the second time it says when he returned to them again it says he found them sleeping for they couldn't keep their eyes open their their physical burden was so much that they couldn't keep their spirit active again like i told you jesus told them early i know your body is weak but your spirit is willing so they were so much caught up with what was happening in their physical environment that they were in able inactive or unable to be in sync what is with what is happening in the spirit realm in the spirit realm there was tremendous glory in the spirit realm there was tremendous capacity the same glory that jesus tapped into on the mount of transfiguration was available right here and they could have tapped into that they could have had encounters with angels they could have seen the crucifixion of jesus even before it happened because that's what happened to jesus jesus went up and jesus saw in the spirit what is going to happen and that's why the second prayer changed. That he says, no, I know it is your will now. Now, I'm not praying that it will be taken away. If, it, if this is what you want to do, Father, 
let it be done let me let me have the grace let me have the strength to do it and it says these guys they couldn't keep their eyes open now it's very normal for us to sympathize with them all of you guys who love your sleep we'll we'll look at them and say it's okay you know it's normal no but let me tell you this you have no idea what you're capable of in your natural realm if your spirit is awake if your spirit is alive so the posture of rest in the kingdom of god is different from the posture of rest in the kingdom of man because in the kingdom of man posture of rest requires for you to not think anything not do anything not not be active but in the in the kingdom of god even when you're resting you're still receiving from god even when you're resting you're still in communion with god i'm not just talking about physical sleep just about physical sleep i'm talking about this whole month of of rest that the lord has given us there are things that i know god doesn't want us to engage with this month there are things that god doesn't want us to pick up some battles there are things that god doesn't want us to make certain decisions and that is why the lord is saying when you rest when you're physically resting that doesn't mean that in your spirit you're not active still it doesn't mean that you be lazy in your prayer the posture of rest in the kingdom of god is a posture of prayer is a posture of being at the feet of god is a posture of being in a place of one with of being one with god that is where you receive from him that is where you are strengthened that is where you refilled and refueled verse 44 it says so he went to pray a third time first time jesus went and he said why can't you pray for at least one hour jesus went prayed for one hour and then he came back and then he saw the disciples sleeping he woke them up encouraged them and went back and the second time he did it again he says so he went to pray a third time so 3 hours jesus spent in prayer it says saying the same things he told them the same things that he told them the first time when jesus has to repeat an instruction it's not good for us so these disciples three times jesus went and told them your your body is weak but your spirit is willing and they're like yes 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 you accurate is perfect noted you know when i write my gospel i will make sure to mention this you know good point jesus thank you and they went back to sleep they didn't surrender to the word they didn't yield themselves to the word they just said ah oh, nice good it says three times so he went to prayer third time saying the same things again verse 45 then he came to the disciples and said go ahead and sleep now all these three times i asked you to stay awake but now you can go ahead and sleep have your rest because look the time has come the son of man is about to be betrayed into the hands of sinners so this was a very crucial 3 hours in jesus life this was the 3 hours when they were supposed to stay awake with jesus they were supposed to be spiritually awake spiritually active and understanding the things that jesus was understanding growing in the manner that jesus was growing but they missed it because they allowed their physical rest to take over their spiritual rest and now spiritually also they went into a state of sleep can i tell you the story of this man who who slept but was spiritually awake you ready genesis chapter 28 verse 10 the bible says meanwhile jacob he left beersheba and he traveled towards haran verse 11 at sundown he arrived at a good place to set up camp everybody say good place it's necessary you identify a good place it's necessary you know where to sleep the place of rest is very important that you don't go sleep on delilah's lap if you sleep in the wrong places you are going to have the wrong encounters yeah it says he found a good place to set up camp and he stopped there for the night and jacob he found a stone to rest his head against and then he laid down to sleep and as he slept what happened he dreamed of a stairway 
that reached from the earth up to heaven. And then he saw the angels of God going up and down on that stairway. You know this story. I don't need to explain this. Here is a man. He is sleeping in the natural. He is resting in the natural because he has been traveling all the way from his father's house and he is going all the way to his mother's house. And he is taken a break in between because he is actually physically tired. But even his physical tiredness, he doesn't let his guard down spiritually. Spiritually he is awake. Spiritually he is active. See, there are two blessings that Jacob had. The first blessing was what his father gave him. And the second blessing was what God gave him in this story. Now the thing is, many people in the Bible, like for example, Joseph, you know the story of Joseph? Joseph had a blessing from Jacob. But Joseph did not have a blessing from God. Did you know that? Joseph, the great man of God, he didn't have a blessing like this from God. But he did have a blessing like this from his father. So it's not enough. That's why in the, whenever you read about the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, you don't hear the God of Joseph. You only hear till the God of Jacob. Now, technically speaking, who is the more righteous man? Compare Joseph and Jacob. Joseph is way up there, right? And yet, Jacob was the man that God would prefer to be called, I'm a God of Jacob. Because he has had an encounter with me. And this is the encounter that he had. It was in a season of rest. Because the posture of his rest was that he was still awake when he was experiencing this rest. And that's why when God came, he came and gave him the same blessing that he had given to Abraham. And that he had repeated to Isaac and was now repeated down to Jacob in this dream. How did this happen? Because his spirit man was awake. You will see the glimpses of it in the next lines. Okay, It says, At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, stood Yahweh, and he said, I am the Lord your God, the God of your grandfather, Abraham, and the God of your father, Isaac. The ground that you are lying on belongs to you. And I am giving it to you and to your descendants. Verse 14, your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions to the west, to the east, to the north and to the south. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. The exact same prophecy that went to Abraham, that went to Isaac is now coming to Jacob. Now see, it's it's, it's amazing that Jacob had already heard this from Isaac. Isaac had already blessed Jacob, right? And Isaac had already said that I'm going to give you lordship and you're going to have lands, you're going to have fruitfulness, you're going to have greatness, a lot of blessings are coming to you. It is good that you encounter the blessing from Isaac. It's good that you receive from your Moses and Elijah. But that doesn't replace your encounters with God. That cannot take away your eyes from where you should truly receive your ultimate blessing from. Verse 15. What's more, I am with you and I will protect you. Wherever you go, one day I will bring you back to this land and I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything that I promise you. I'm not going to leave you Jacob. I'm not going to let you go. And this is not a man of God telling him. This is he encountering God in his season of rest and he's receiving a assurance that God is on his side. That God is fighting for him. That God is helping him. So friends, can I encourage you in this season? I know that there are some of us who are emotionally weak, emotionally exhausted, physically weak, physically exhausted, financially weak or exhausted relationally you may be feeling weak or exhausted in this season can you run to the feet of Jesus all the more in this season can you keep your spirit awake all the more because your your flesh may be weak but your spirit is awake your spirit is willing your spirit is active your spirit is able 
And you have to believe what I'm telling you today. Because if you believe, you will enter into your rest. Amen. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And guess what? And I wasn't aware of it. Meaning, I, in spite of the fact that God was in this place, I did go to sleep. If I knew God was in this place, I wouldn't have even taken physical rest. So because his spirit was awake, he received from God and guess what? He immediately woke up even physically. This is not the morning. I'm not talking about what happened in the morning. I'm talking about immediately after the dream because the spirit man was awake, he woke up. Now his spirit man overcame the tiredness that his physical man had and he woke up in the middle of the night and he's like, wow, God is in this place. This is not an ordinary dwelling place. This is not, this is not like the usual places that we would sleep at and then it says but he was also afraid you know the root meaning of this word afraid is uh, uh, he was he was filled with reverence or he began to be in awe and said what an awesome place this is because it is none other than the house of God and the very gateway to heaven see this is similar to what Peter said at the Mount of Transfiguration it's similar to that you get what I'm saying where he is saying, man, this place is special. Where I just slept, it is special. This is, this is a beautiful season. And I, 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 I'm, I'm in awe of what God is doing in this place. Because this is my gateway to heaven. The next morning, Jacob got up very early. So that experience of being in awe of God was in the middle of the night. Was when Peter, James and John would have slept when they were too tired to keep their eyes open, because this guy's spirit was awake, he woke up even physically and he started enjoying that presence of God. But the next morning, he didn't finish with that. The next morning it says, he got up very early and then he took the stone that he had rested his head against. Like I told you, what you rest against is very important. Yeah? You remember Samson, Delilah's lap? But here was a man, he, he rested on a stone. He says, and then he set it up upright as a memorial pillar. And then he poured olive oil over it. And then the next verse, it says, then he named that place Bethel, saying this is the house of God. This is not called Luz anymore. Now this is called the house of God. This place is Bethel. He his encounter with God transformed the identity of that place of rest. Transformed his perspective on how he should rest, what way he should rest. And this is the same guy who would now spend at a later point, it says he would stay awake an entire night to now wrestle with an angel. And this is a time when he is supposed to be resting because the next day he may be ending up in a war with Esau. He needs all his strength to fight for his life. But the Bible says he stayed awake the entire night because he had had an encounter with God and he knows the power of keeping your spirit and body awake in a time of needed, necessary rest. And that is when the Bible says he wrestled with the angel. And this time it was not the place that got renamed. This time Jacob is the one who got renamed. And instead of that loose becoming Bethel, now Jacob became Israel. So whenever you stay persistent, your posture is correct, and you stay in your place of rest with the correct perspective, church, you are going to come out of that place with your face shining. Jacob's revelation was that, hey, I, I must die. I may die after this because I just saw the face of God. That is why he renamed that place to Peniel, which means the face of God. This place was called Bethel, which is house of God. That place where he encountered God and he wrestled with God all through the night. He called that place Peniel, which means the face of God. The posture of rest is to be in the house of God. The posture of rest is to be face to face with God. The posture of rest is to be in this place where we are willing to give up physical exhaustion for the sake of being one with God. Moses, 
it says for 40 days and 40 nights he was prostrate before God 40 days and 40 nights did he sleep did he eat did he drink like did he even breathe because when he came back down it didn't look like he was he's coming down from a natural place because now his face was shining what happened to Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration it happened to Moses when he was there too his face started shining his physical body his physical appearance started having a different you know feel to it he was not ordinary anymore so this is what you being in the correct place of rest can do being in a place of rest please understand it's not about you sleeping eight hours instead of six hours it's about you keeping your spirit active and you being in that place of encountering the feet of god and encountering the face of god psalm 127 verse 2 i read this a couple of weeks back from the nlt bible today i am going to read it from the amplified bible for he gives blessings to his beloved <laughs> even in his sleep even in your season of rest he gives blessings he gives promises he gives encounters he gives revelations he he he's not he, god is not taking a break because you're taking a break because he who watches over israel he never slumbers and he never sleeps he is active even when you are resting and he is what is he doing he is depositing fresh things he is depositing fresh manna he is depositing fresh revelations come on read it one more time for he gives blessings to his beloved even in his sleep i'll finish with hebrews chapter 4 verse 8 and 9 it says now if joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest you know when they entered into canaan they thought this is the place of rest but that wasn't and paul refers to that and says if that was actually the place of rest then god would not have spoken about another day of rest that is still to come verse 9 so there is a special rest still waiting for the people of god what is that special rest it is the rest that you experience at the feet of Jesus. It is the rest that you experience in the bosom of Jesus. It is a rest that you experience when you're filled with the presence of God. When the Holy Spirit is poured out afresh. When your face begins to change. Your clothes begin to change. Your heart begins to be restored. Your mind begins to function differently. Now you're not just talking as a human being. Now you're talking as a spirit being. Now you're not just talking about some some lack that you have in your body because your flesh may be weak but now you're talking about how your spirit is active and alive and receptive to receive from God let me prophesy over you you are more than your emotions you are more than your physical body you are more than your financial limitations no 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 you are more able you are more capable and in this season of rest, your spirit is going to take over. Your spirit is going to overtake your body in the name of Jesus. Right now, if you believe me, the Holy Spirit is filling your spirit. Every area of your life where there needs to be an encounter, the Lord is giving you an encounter right now. The Lord is restoring your ability to pray like never before. The Lord is restoring your ability to gaze at the face of Jesus. Yes, fall back in love with Jesus one more time. The Lord is restoring your ability to stay awake in the middle of the night. The Lord is restoring your ability to be on your knees for hours together. The Lord is restoring your ability to keep your head on the stone and the stone becomes a place of encounters. The Lord is restoring your ability to encounter Bethels and Peniels. Yes, Lord, we know this is your will for us and we receive your will for our lives. We receive your plans for us. Lord, we enter into this special rest 
that is still waiting for us today, special rest. Will you please stand up with me and, I, and I'm going to declare this word. Isaiah chapter 32 verse 14. Will you read with me? It says the palace and the city will be deserted and busy towns will be empty. Wild donkeys will frolic and flocks will graze in the empty forts and watchtowers until at last, loudly, until at last the spirit is poured out on us from heaven. Then the wilderness will become a fertile field and the fertile field will now become filled with bountiful crops. Verse 16, justice it will rule in the wilderness and righteousness in the fertile field. Somebody say this is the year of dominion. So justice will rule. Righteousness will rule. And this righteousness will bring peace. And yes, it will bring quietness. Somebody say quietness. I receive that quietness. In this place of being quiet, I will also receive confidence. Yes, this righteousness that comes because of the Holy Spirit being poured out, it will bring fruitfulness, where the desert will become fruitful, the fruitful places will become even more fruitful, and then there'll be justice, then there'll be righteousness, and this righteousness will bring peace. And that peace will bring quietness, and that quietness will bring confidence. Are you ready for the next verse? Lift up your hands. And my people will live in safety, quietly at home. They will be at rest. They will be. I declare this. They will be. You will be at rest. You will experience your rest. Thank you for tuning in for today's sermon. We hope this word has been a blessing to you. Do visit us at dreamingrevival.com for more information. You're welcome to tune in every Sunday for our live celebration service at 11 a.m. at youtube.com slash God bless you and have a blessed week.